trout or salmon? Is that, is that a thing you do? Brought to you by nineworks.co.uk, the fastest growing yeah, online water community, supported by the Nineworks Marketplace. Nineworks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, hosted by Lee Sibley, Andy Brooks and Max Newman. Nineworks Radio is carefully produced with special input from experts around the industry and powered by our valued members of the Nineworks Driven Not Hidden Collective. How about that for an intro? We're just trying to indoctrinate you gently, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with news on the Nightworks Marketplace. We are at Goodwood. How are you all? Can we get a bit of a cheer or something, please? We're live. It's absolutely fantastic to have so many of you here. Thank you. It's all down to these guys on the side here. So we've got Jay and Sean. We'll get them on shortly. But uh, we, yeah, on behalf of Nightworks Radio and the gang here, a big thank you for putting the day on. Amazing, yeah. Thank you for letting us uh, put a little sideshow on. Absolutely. I think uh, we, it was well documented last year on the podcast. It was our favourite event of the year, bar none. Some sort of light aircraft goes ahead. Spitfire, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was our favourite show of the year last year by Country Mile. So we were delighted to come back and, um, and yeah, be a part of this fantastic show. So we're really chuffed and we're chuffed to have so many of you guys here as well. It did rain for a little bit, but the sun's out to play. Beautiful. Everyone will be back on track as well in about yeah. half an hour, I think. So, we thought during this interim we'd bring on a selection of guests. We've got a delectable selection at the side there um, to just yeah share in the moment with us. I think it'd be prudent to at this point welcome Jay and Sean from Players and Ren Eleven respectively to to join us up front. Not a bit congested around this side. You don't mind. Really yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at those trousers. Woo. They went on earlier. No, they weren't. The, right. the, uh, <laughs> rain, the rain brought these out, I'm afraid. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, a bit back feed. All good. All good. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Test check, check. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Good to see you guys. Good to see you too. Yeah, Thank mate. you so much for letting us uh, hang out. That's a pleasure. Side. Pleasure to have you here. How's it gone this morning? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, apart from the rain, um, which I believe is now gone for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's um, really wonderful for us. Yeah, it certainly make the uh, track a bit more interesting this afternoon. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's been um, it's been great. Yeah, uh, hectic. Um, obviously, because we were here three weeks, three four weeks ago um, for mm. our other event. Um, but yeah, no, it's great to be back and. In, I can see that it's sort of growing, gaining momentum, yeah. which is kind of what we're sort of trying to achieve, yeah. Absolutely. And and you're back from Dubai? Yes. How's Dubai? It's it's really hot, actually. It's it's nice to be in a place that's a lot cooler and everyone's complaining how warm it is. Guys, it's not 42 <laughs> degrees. Trust me, it's, this is lovely. This is, this is wonderful. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to be back, uh, actually, with, uh, how do I say this? A better quality collection of Porsches than we have out there at the moment. Why is that then? Like, talk to you us know about that why they that can is. hear this podcast out there. So when you go back, if you say something like that, you're just going to be like, "That's the idea. I want to antagonise." <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, uh, 
Do you know a lot of people out there? I think are more focused on your PTS stuff and and, and whatnot. Um, your one of ones, but nothing. And, and if it's a classic car, it's kept original and it won't be driven. Um, so the whole mantra of driven, not hidden, you guys push and, and I firmly believe in as well. It's it, it's not as big out there on the classic stuff, and it's great to see because me and you both said that there's a stronger modified contingent this event that we've seen since last time there is isn't there? yeah there's okay. definitely more um there's more modded stuff and there's more sort of spicy stuff as i would call it yeah here <laughs> than there was last year for sure which mm. is i'm you know obviously i'm all for that so yeah, yeah but it's, yeah, i like it it's such a general mix that you've got i mean i looked i was talking to someone earlier and there was a kn next to a 914 next to a gt3 and that for me is what you know when me and rick sat down with sean at the start of this this that's what we were trying to achieve to get a broad spectrum of everything mm. yeah broad mm. church and and that's what you kind of need because then it, it, it introduces the idea of you know questions as to understanding uh why people are doing such things there was a cayman 987 i don't know if any of you saw it on the other side it's a uh, green uh with bbs stepped rs there's a lot of nods it's a cool looking car isn't it a bit different um and there was already i see two people here they were talking to the owner about what color it was and, and asking questions just saying how cool it is you know what's the what's the statement be curious not judgmental and it's great to well, see like and that. hear that yeah. that is yeah, that's a Ted Lasso quote. I'm not going to quote, you know, say I came <laughs> up with that, but great TV show. Um, and it's something that is very important, I think, from here on in for what Flat Six is about, making people feel a bit more curious about why people are doing what they do with their Porsches and not judging because it's either standard or it's modified or anything in between. Love so. that, to be fair. Absolutely love it. It kind of feels like... Um, we're California by the Solent here in a way because traditionally that's a stretch yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, here, yeah definitely not with the weather like 100% but like in terms of the the flavour of cars here so we've said on the podcast before in uh, in Britain certainly if not Europe people don't modify their cars as much whereas you go particularly west coast of the states everybody's like mm. well nobody, nobody's afraid to rip the car up and kind of put their own mark on it mm. yeah um, I mean well Andy knows he's been luffed yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you, you, and that's you it. You know what it's like yeah. out there. I mean, that was the whole reason this event happened is me and Rick were in Stuttgart with Benny and JP and they were basically telling me, oh, you need to do a Porsche event. You need to do a Porsche yeah. event. And base it off of, not base it off of Luft, but sort of use Luft as a kind of guiding light, which I think it is. To me, it's the mm. best it event is, yeah. out there by far. Um and that's how this all came about is off of that kind of almost Californian vibe I mean me yeah. and Rick spend an awful lot I'm talking about him he's standing there I'm, and he's, we're not a couple but we work <laughs> together um, <laughs> 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 but we're obviously for our day jobs we're in LA a lot and we pick that sort of culture up and we try and sprinkle it as much as you can here yeah. and um, yeah I suppose to a certain extent it works and they definitely cut their cars up more and then we certainly have no problem with that. Well, this is the thing, like, historically here, it'd be, well, if you do that, it's going to devalue the car. And I think maybe in a post-COVID world, people are going, well, maybe that's not the point. Maybe the point is just to enjoy the things yeah, anyway. And then where, you know, you've secured a fantastic location, everything looks good at Goodwood, as you said. It kind of gives these cars a platform 
to kind of uh, yeah I think flourish is, is probably the right word yeah I think it, you know it depends what you bought the car for yeah if you bought the car to enjoy it then do what you want with it if you mm. bought it as an investment then I understand you're not cutting it up or modifying it in any way I mean mine is horrendously modified not in a bad way but it's every part of it's done yeah but if I really want I can put it back to standard whereabouts is your car for the ladies and gentlemen uh, sure? it's on the Kenwood stand the black 964 mm. um, so yeah I think to Sean's point it, it's nice to sort of you know be curious ask the questions and you know I've been to Paul's GB events and been shunned probably because of the way I dress but <laughs> you know more why is that why is that um, <laughs> but you know you, you know but it's like you go in you've modified your car and it's I think it's nice to go to a place where you've got everything from standard through to modified yeah that f for me is what it's about yeah. I do love the idea as well that you've, you know, you've given a platform for people to bring their modded cars to you say so it feels like there's more modded stuff here. I also love the idea that people who, are who were here last year are coming back with a car that wasn't modded last year yeah. and now it is mm. and that can be something that grows. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's great. Um, and I think it's, you know, it's not to say that if your car isn't modified, it's, you know, not cold, it's not welcome. It is. It's, it most definitely is. And that's why... Unlike the other events that we we do, where we pick every car that comes in, we don't do that here, and we don't do it for that exact reason, that we want everybody to just, you know, there's a ticket, if you want it, go for it. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Spot on. Well, yeah, honestly, we were so chuffed to be here last year, we're even more chuffed to be here this year. Thanks for putting on a top show, and um, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. here's to the afternoon and next year as well. So. Yeah, long may it continue. Good Absolutely. to have you boys here. Jay and Sean, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Cheers, Thanks. guys. Cheers, gents. Thanks very much. Nice. Should we say a little thank you to everybody that's here that's got one of these lanyards on that uh, puts a little bit of money into the, to the, the Nine Works coffers and say thank you for buying this new kit that we have here today. Um, here he goes. Go on. <laughs> no, it, did, it, it didn't work. Didn't work? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's fine, it's got to go well, back on my going to happen, yeah. a fart sound or something. I don't know. Oh, I know why. Here we go. <laughs> hey, there yeah, we we go. Need an audience. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we've got all sorts of other stuff going on there, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, Thank well, you. yeah, it is. We, we genuinely appreciate it. It allows us, uh, like, your contributions to making this fantastic community, and it's, it's growing. Um, yeah, it allows us to kind of do things like this, which hopefully will further the experience for everyone so thank you very much indeed and next year we'll know how to use it i promise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you haven't signed up and here's the shameless plug patreon.com slash nine works uh, there's an array of memberships choose the right one for you and um yeah you can come and get stuck in we're driven not hidden we're inclusive not exclusive and uh yeah come and join the fun bristol pete has lately <laughs> I love it. You might even get a nickname. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, should we have a quick chat with Chris from Right Tune then? Come on, Chris. Up you Chris come, Chris. Hey. Yeah, you come on. behind. Oh, come, no, come oh, behind. Come behind. Come yeah. Actually, go for that one. I'll bring you in. Hello, everyone. Oh, there he Amazing. is. Smooth. <laughs> Amazing. So, Chris, thanks for joining us at Goodwoods. Um, you were here last year as well, so you can like see how the show has grown. Yeah, it's definitely bigger this time, isn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So, uh, come, you've come down representing Right Tune, of course. Yeah. Look at those shorts. Jesus, I think <laughs> you've seen them. It's not the most outrageous thing in the world, is it? <laughs> it's not Chris's most outrageous pair of shorts either. Yeah, yeah right. I think yeah, it's I'll put good my other ones on that one for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've you've come down in. I think it's in your dance three point two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a nice car before, it's honest car, it hasn't had a full resto, but 
we went in to have a few scratches done and then it's got carried away it's had new front wings whole things painted pulled all the suspension off re rebuilt all that and the brakes and the engine was rebuilt about 15 years ago but it just been left outside a couple of times i mean he used to use it so just aesthetically picked it up so but yeah we want to like use it and take it to shows and stuff so yeah that's it really yeah happy to you know show it to you it's a prussian blue one over there which is um i think it's like a special order i think it was a 928 color wasn't it and then it's got um it's pretty weird like it's 165,000 miles and the interior is like original apart from the seats and it's been really well looked after and i think that's nice to keep the patina if you can yeah yeah it's completely like you know yeah i can't say original once so yeah um which year is it sorry which year is it well I, 84 or 85 i should okay know, so yeah but so, so it's an early early three two because we had an interesting in yeah we had an interesting uh chat a few a good few episodes i think it was last series on the podcast on 915 versus g50 gearbox yes um, we did and that would have the 915 it does yeah and yeah. it's sorted so it works but yeah it's you've still got to be positive with it to get it into the correct and into gear yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's obviously there's gonna be a lot of love here for for uh, the impact bumper cars um and, and everything else but i'll be interested to get your kind of thoughts on that because you're you know you're driving you're driving a car <laughs> that's as old as you or maybe a little bit older actually yeah ever so slightly yeah two years yeah yeah so kind of how how is that really well i'm still good yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean in the sense of the car like you know with with the greatest respect uh us youngsters maybe if we could call it that yeah I, 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 you know, I, it wasn't a poster on the wall it was like um a video game we were playing it's kind yeah, of yeah I, I think i had a was it, i think it was a targa poster on the wall and it says like all the negatives like and it was like the tax man your wife won't like it and all this it's like the positives driving it right yeah and that was like a poster my dad gave me when i was younger and i had that that up um but yeah um so the well the what do you, i mean yeah i mean compared to driving a modern car it's it is you know more of an experience it's going to be a bit hot going home i think but you're actually just like driving rather than and it was actually quite nice to have Radio 2 on. I was like, oh, this reminds me of when I passed my test. <laughs> I think anyone's ever said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was really cool driving down because uh, Ollie's over there and um, um, uh, and Dave, the trimmer, uh, they would come past, like, flat out. And I was like, I think I recognise that number plate. Like, <laughs> wound the old girl up, managed to catch him. And that was, and then it was just, like, real cool just cruising down here, just driving rather than nowadays you're just getting it and you could almost watch a film in a car because it's pretty much doing everything. Obviously, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just caught them when they backed <laughs> off, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're known, the older cars, for their reliability, of course, but they can get some big bills like, there's a couple of people from the collective have bought g-series cars recently i know andy bowers has just bought one um are the bills like as scary if you're going from say a 996 997 986 997 sort of depends how where you get into it i mean it's like everything isn't it you want to get if you're going to buy a car get it well inspected first you can i think yeah if the engine goes wrong it's you expect quite a large bill but they don't tend to have catastrophic failures they just wear out and then start leaking oil, brake head studs things like this 
by the, by the large, they can just keep running and running and running. The gearboxes, again, don't tend to like let go big time, but their selection may become difficult. And I would say, obviously, like everything, it's I, it costs more, more, much more now. I'd say our bills are double. I'd say, you know, like in the past, just general maintenance about grand a year, and that's probably two. That's with us. I can't speak about other, you know, um, workshops. Um, Are you listening, Andy Bowers? <laughs> yeah, right. I'll give you 30 for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good advice. It's good, it's good advice. That's all right. Um, Bodywork, that's your danger, isn't it? Like, that's what you said, Andy. You looked when you bought yours because sills, that can be like five grand. Then, if with an, with an air cooled car, if you can see rust on the outside, it's worth like inside, it, they sort of rust from the inside out. So, yeah, beware, really. If it wants wings and things, you can, you can get into serious, serious you know, damage. money. If it needs a floor or something, you know, it's got to go on a jig, 10, 20 grand, just on metal. Yeah. To do it properly, like, you know, not botched <laughs> and patched. Look at Andy, he's having a sweat on. <laughs> so is that a real risk then, Chris? Yeah. So they're mechanically quite simple, but the bodywork Yeah, is... yeah, exactly. The, me the mechanics are very simple, yeah. But they... I think maybe because they're not used as much, they do seem to be more reliable than like a 20-year-old 996 perhaps, in, from what I see. But I do think it's probably because they buy the large people invest in them, get them sorted, spend a lot of money, and then they then require very little maintenance and perhaps we're not using them as much. But the salt is your, you know, on the roads is a killer with the, with the air-cooled cars because it's got no mud flaps or anything it gets sprayed up into places that you can't even get to to clear it clean it out and then it's going to start the process all over again right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well there we go okay um look, it's stellar advice i yeah encourage people to go and have a look at that lovely three two just the other side of the hedge you've recently bought a project car as well we'll cover that on nine works tv in the coming weeks and yeah another three two it's pretty much the same as my dad's because i don't have any personality <laughs> <laughs> of course you do yeah well on that note ladies and gentlemen Chris from Raichu cheers for joining us cheers buddy absolutely spot on absolutely spot on grand uh, okay we'll get some more guests up shortly they're waiting in our green green room there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't should, know. We, should we do a DNHC roll call oh, that's a great idea yeah, yeah so what we've got a mic here and what I'd like you to do is to say who you are and where you come from um, and if you could pass it around um, as you go. Bristol Pete's got it sussed, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to bring that over and just make sure it's working. It is. You can start, sir. Oh, my God. Away first. It's always yeah, scary, yeah. isn't it? Uh, well, Owen Kelly from South Wales. Hello, Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Nick Moda from London. Uh, Simon from Devon, uh, 981 GT4. Fantastic. Uh, David from uh, Australia. Super. Can we, can we just go back to David just for one oh. second, if that's all right? Because we... Oh, it's gone. Sorry, no, it's all okay. good. It's still recording. I'm just turning it down because there's getting a little bit of feedback. Okay. So this, you'll have to shout. Okay, the recording. Grand, yeah. Hopefully everybody else can hear. David, you've obviously you've come over for Goodwood of Festival of Speed next week, as well as Flat Six Show. Like it's yeah, Prince say not come all this way just to see like Max in the flesh. But um, yeah, so <laughs> plenty of flesh. 
So landed yesterday? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. Pub last night? Uh, I was up in uh, the Borough Market, yes, drinking there. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Feeling okay today? Oh, yeah, a bit tired. Blame it on the jet lag. <laughs> Blame it on the jet lag. That's fantastic effort. So what will you be doing at Goodwood Festival of Speed uh, next week? I've then? got a friend who's got a trade stand uh, for Citroen 2CVs. Okay. He imports the parts, restores them, uh, converting electric vans and cars. Uh, but he's got a GT4, so he's not all bad. I made him buy that. Uh, so we're going to the Alps in September to drive the Alps in his GT4. Absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, that's good. So. It's, a, it's a pleasure to have you up here in, in summertime, in our summertime. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's warmer at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher, yeah. Thanks very much. So I think if I pulled that out, mate. Hi, I'm uh, Paul. I'm from Brentwood in Essex, the posh hey. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. James here from Tring in Hertfordshire. Thank you, James. Hey. Afternoon, chaps. Uh, Mark Tordoff here from Hive. Daughter, Liv, who's very shy. That's what I Hi, guys. Uh, Rob Stroud from Folkestone and Kent. Excellent. Got your turbo back, Rob? Oh, I have, eventually. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he broke it in Wales. No. <laughs> uh, Carl Osborne from sunny Suffolk. Hey. Is it? <laughs> Hi, John Emery from Exeter in Devon in my 964C2 today. Hey, cool. Very good. Uh, Lee Woodhams from Tisbury, Wiltshire. Amazing. Don't pass that mic, Lee. Hang on, because sorry, sorry, gents, but you went to Le Mans Classic last uh, week yes. and you were very busy because you were underneath a lot of cars. Could yes. you just have a quick explain of, uh, of what you're up to? Uh, we were running three cars, a Nissan Group C car, uh, which was parked next to the Derek Bell 956, which I was all over um, for most of the event. Yeah, we were running an Aston Martin and a Lola T210. Um, yeah. Absolutely fantastic event. Um, more Porsches than I've ever seen, even here. It was just so many. So if anybody wants to go to Classic Le Mans, I can't recommend it highly enough, to be honest. Got to wait two years now. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's not one next year. Yeah, yeah um, They put one on this year because of the centenary. Yeah, And it was absolutely fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah get yourself there in two years' time. Book early because it's phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Spot on, okay. mate. Absolutely Thank spot you. on, mate. David Hicks from uh, Exeter in Devon. And Pete, funnily enough, from Bristol. <laughs> hey, I love it. Shut up. Good to meet you, Pete. Devon Paul from Glimpton in Oxfordshire. <laughs> Early risers, and every I'm, time. I have to say, I'm loving as well. So, Devon Pete, uh, Devon Pete, Devon Paul. I thought you were Pete on the weekend. But uh, yeah, Devon De- Paul bought a fantastic like, picnic. So, um, yeah, like. So, get, dig in. Get, yeah, get involved, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm loving the Nine Works badge as well on the, uh, on the flask there as well. So, always repping. Yeah. Thanks for coming along, guys. Yeah. Hey everyone, Ed and Carlia from Colchester. Way <laughs> Colchester <Essex>. massive. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> uh, Matt Slightholm from just south of Newbury. Good to see What's you, Matt. Yeah, very good. Uh, James Chew from Wicklow in Ireland. Way another fantastic. Great effort. Great effort. Hi, I'm Andy, also known as Minty GTS from Salisbury. <laughs> Love it. Loving the plug. Loving the plug. Always. <laughs> Andrew from Seaford. Spot on. Gurmit Ubi from London. Fantastic, Gurmit. Thank you. I'd say, yeah. Will from just around the corner, but I'm probably... We're going to yeah, we'll, we'll get minutes. you up in five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you Which mind... Yeah, yeah well, if you way, wouldn't yeah. mind, yeah, take, taking it down it's that way. Yeah. Nice one. Thanks, bud. Sunil from London. 
Darren Stoddart from Hertfordshire. Good effort. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Scott and Sue from Essex. Hey. Guy from Essex. Andy Bowers from Bicknaker in Essex. Friday T3. <laughs> Jay from London in my 981 Black Edition. <laughs> don't be shy guys and girls James don't be from shy Ellsbury. handsome Pete what car do you drive I'm sure most people know by now I've got a black edition hey! <laughs> 987.2 on a 22 in the UK <laughs> <laughs> not sure how I can follow on from that um, Stephen Woking 40th anniversary only one of 125 in the UK, unfortunately. Boom! <laughs> well done, uh, fluff that pillow. Sorry. Anthony from Silverstone. Andrew from Nottingham. Um, Mike from East Grinstead. Andy Collins from Hertfordshire. Fantastic. I think we've got two left. Yeah. Also from Hertfordshire, Guy Wilson, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the winning guy. Hi there, Simon McCormack from Cambly and Surrey. Uh, Joe and Lizzie from London. Hey. Felix from France. Oh, ah. happy days. Bonjour. Happy days. When did you get here? Yeah, bonjour. Uh, a few days ago, I just started working for Rolls Royce. So. Ah, ah, so yeah, fantastic. down the road. Fantastic, yeah. Very welcome. Felix is about to buy a Porsche McCann. You what, sorry? He's going to buy a Porsche McCann. What, your one? Or? Not, my number. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine, I was just helping. Okay, yeah, grand. Absolutely. Anybody who missed out, are we all good? Thunderbar. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for joining Thanks, in on that. It's nice to get there cross-section. Um, yeah, a couple of things to point out. So Guy, the other guy in the hat, um, came on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, you may remember, who won uh, the 997 for £15.98. It's not bad, <laughs> is it? Quite a classic giveaway. It's not bad. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Um, it's lovely to see as well some of the guys like Mark um, and Rob, who joined us for the Nine Works Road Trip to Wales Indeed. a couple of months ago. That was, yeah, good fun. I think we're all recovered. Uh, from that and uh, <laughs> that bridge the very very narrow bridge so yeah like, as we were saying look just thanks for being part of this community we're so kind of chuffed to pull everyone together and um, yeah as we said we, we love the fact people are wearing the lanyards um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, um, but um, yeah it's, it's nice and, and we just you know encourage people if you see someone with a, a, a lanyard on consider it an open invite to, to go and have a conversation you know it's kind of what it's all about so um, I think it's about time we got on some more guests, which uh, in this occasion will be Will and Phil from Philip Raby. If you wouldn't mind coming up, please, gents. Come around the front, come around the front, gentlemen. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing, absolutely. Happy okay. days, gents. Um, I want to start, so uh, James Roddy from The Collective has just been out with you, Will, in, uh, in the GT3. Yeah, he has. Where, where's he gone? Has he got a bit of He's in the loo. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it, annoyingly, he says you can drive, which I'm gutted about. So yeah, it was it was quite wet, but the uh, yeah had a lot of fun. A couple of moments where it was oh, yeah, 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 it was a lot of fun. Um, Just I turned it off. Oh, there we go. Hey. There it is. Sorry. Shall I say all that again? No, 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 no. It, yeah, it was, it was great fun, and I'm not surprised you've gone to the toilet. I needed it too, but I was kind of wondering when I was going to be on. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah make it sharp. Yeah, I think, uh, so, 
you guys are one of the laziest here because you're only from around the corner, aren't you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Did the cars even get warm? Local. <laughs> Did the cars get warm? Um, no, but we're warm now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, I think they did only because I had to I had to get hold of a couple of friends to help drive them down. Um, so we had me and essentially five friends and trying to coordinate that and get them. We had to go via a petrol station. Oh, I bet. No one really knew where they were going, and that was a bit of a palaver. But yeah, the, we had a good fun drive down <laughs> there for sure. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Absolutely cracking. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you right remember Will and Phil from the podcast earlier. I think it was earlier this series actually. We had a, a jolly good chat in your showroom. Yeah. Um, we discovered a lot of mutual love for the nine eight six box style. Obviously, that being your your daily hack, Phil. One of one of them, yes. Um, I'm a big fan of nine eight sixes, and as we're and of course nine six fours, we both like as well. Absolutely, yeah. John Emery as well. He's a man with a nine six four and a man with a big love for them. The, the fourth generation. So, um, yeah, we enjoyed the barbecue with you guys a couple of weeks ago. So, like, thanks oh, for putting I wish that. Wish I could have made that. That yeah, one that was as good. well. Yeah, it was a really good evening. Yeah, it really was. And and again, like, just apologies if you've heard the podcast and there's a bit of overlap here. But Phil, you started Total Nine Eleven magazine um, way back when. I can't remember when. It was a long time ago. Twenty years ago, was it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and you must have been doing it how many years? I've been doing it 11 now. Phil desperately wow. didn't want the age comment brought up. He's kind of teeing himself up yeah. for it here. That's yeah. all I've got to cling on to, to yeah. be fair. But like, uh, yeah, as I said on the podcast, you know, I wouldn't be doing my job as the editor without you setting up. So I'm, I'm kind of really grateful on it. Um, yeah. Do you look at things differently when you're kind of buying cars for stock rather than buying cars for road tests? Because you still must have to take a car down the road and appraise it in terms of what work is it going to have ahead of it before you sell it as we let that go. I don't think you're going to say do a brave cars differently when you get older. <laughs> but no, what Will and I tend to do, we, when we get a car in stock, we'll go and use it for a few days and, and really enjoy the car, mate. And then we get to know it and find out what he's doing to it before it goes on the market. Okay, cool. It's, it's surprising how, I mean, Chris's job is to scare everyone and say, you know, everything's going to break. But we, we sort of have to do a bit of both, having, having both entities of it. But there's a... If we get to go and drive them, there are always little niggles that need ironing out before a car goes up for sale. So a 996, you're going to budget, uh, you know, it depends. But you, you, we always have a budget to say it's going to need some bits, because it will, before we can sell it. And, and there's two different ways of looking at a car. One is through driving it and using it, and one is the mechanics actually looking through it with a mechanic's eye. Um, so we tend to use it and make notes of anything we find. And there's always something, whether it's a knocky top mount or something like that, that someone who's used the car hasn't noticed develop and then we get in them and go um, then we can iron that out pass it on to the service centre so we get to give them a good a good drive which is a nice perk but we get to give them a good drive before we put them up for sale usually well, I think that's important it's the same as like as a journalist I think if you're just jumping in the car going down the road um, you're almost not doing your due diligence no. enough you have to live with the car as much as you can Porsche yeah. GB you know certainly historically very good at that they'd give you the car for the week i mean you know same thing with you and yeah and they would encourage you to live with the car which is important to do so um, particularly when the subject is so niche as as it is on t911 when you get emails in or messages on instagram and, and people are asking questions you know rear axle steer yes or no i think you have to have as much of a well-rounded view on the car to be able to give that sort of information um obviously you're using the information in a different way but it's still important to have that yeah, it's very true. I think back in my journalism days, we used to do that like two-day press launch in Portugal or Spain or somewhere, and you could get a feel for the car. We wouldn't really get to know the car. So these days, we will spend 
two, a couple of weeks driving the car and having a bit of fun with it and, and just getting to know it. Um, and that is really important when we're prepping the car for sale. And also as well, just quickly butt in, but when, when you come to sell and someone comes, a lot of people when they come down, they're finding more and more don't, don't actually know what they want. So you, you have to sort of act as a bit of an information center. And obviously now we have driven nearly every mark several times. We, we, can, we can guide. But it's amazing how, you know, you'll get a 996 with a certain suspension setup that's been done. And as there's a lot of here, a lot of you know, modifications. And you can sort of point people in the right direction, haven't driven the car. Because people come in, they go, you know, I want to spend this. I want it to hold its value. Well, that's a common one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that sort of thing. And if we haven't driven the cars and don't know the cars well, we can't sort of inform people on their, their routes. Because a lot of people, it's nice, but they trust us to, to sort of guide them through. Because we're obviously fortunate having been able to drive a lot of these back to back and we can see them all for what they are. So we can kind of guide people. But yeah, we have to do that. Yeah, as a deal, you have a responsibility to do yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. How how broad is that, Will, in terms of people coming to you and not being sure what they want? Is that not sure which variation of GT3 they want, or is it a broader, you know, is the appeal of the brand broadening that people are thinking, oh, I, I want a Porsche? Because I, you know, I, I always assume that everybody's a nerd like me. And yeah. It's yeah. come to light that that's not the case. Uh, yeah, so, definitely. you know, how, 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 how broad are those questions that people are coming with? Yeah, so you have to be careful because sometimes you feel like you're sort of teach them to suck eggs a bit because you don't know if someone is a Porsche nut and knows absolutely everything or knows nothing at all. Yeah, so some yeah, people so. come in, they can point out a 996 and some people have no idea. And there are some people who come in and they, they think they know everything but they actually know nothing. Yes, that's quite common. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have a little laugh about it afterwards. Um, but no, that's that Nine Works TV guy again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We try and educate him every time. But, but no, it's, it's, it, is, it is broad and people come in, they really don't know what they want quite often and they may be Porsche nuts and they've had a 964 and they, they kind of a GT3 they might have had as well and, and, and they still want a bit of what their next step is a bit of guidance um, it's really common and, and of course the other side of it which is people who haven't had a Porsche before it's often kind of they, they're, they're retiring they think I want a car I can put my money into and what can I use that I can enjoy that again isn't going to depreciate too much um, but also have some fun with people want to drive their money as well rather than yeah, yeah. stick it in the bank well with, with that in mind talking about the cars it'd be nice to um, focus on the people there's a, um, a quite a large demographic here I'd say which is you know, super refreshing um, but like when the question was put to Chris at Right Tune about the, the, the 3.2 you know it's a car that's older than he is are you finding that where kind of maybe millennials for example are buying air cooled stuff or has that not happened yeah yeah I think yeah. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> Spitfire. Yeah. Point in my <laughs> um, I forgot the question now. <laughs> I'm not surprised. The correlation between age of customer ah, yes, and age yeah, of car. Yeah. So, it, 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 yes, there is a, there's a, a bit of a... This morning, Ethan over there, he, he drove down in a, in a 3.2 Supersport, which you've seen. And I think there is still a real appeal to the younger generation for the older cars because Porsche sort of have that heritage whereas we've got sort of a TR5 sat in the corner of the showroom with the big end bearings and the footwell um, and it's kind of a dying breed yeah. you know it's, it's the cars that people are getting older and unfortunately dying but those are the cars that they pined for they've sort of gone by the wayside but with Porsche there's such a sort of following that people yeah do, do want to go to cars that were created long before they were born 
because they're still special and attractive to you know use and drive so i guess it's because they're so related to the current cars isn't it you can see yeah. the lineage where if you take a tr6 that's like no yeah. it's totally foreign what's to, the same as that these yeah, days what's yeah what's the same there isn't anything yeah. so yeah. yeah the porsche seems uh, you know take a an old porsche it's got so much that's like the current day porsche that you can see that lineage and the yeah, and the, yeah, whatever. I'm talking but, but, no, no, you're not. Oh. But, but will, will that change when? Uh, and we hope it never comes because Porsche are pushing um, e-fuels. But if a 911, for example, went all electric, is that a bit of a kind of kill switch? Oh, I don't know. You know, in terms yeah. of that uh, lineage, I suppose. You know, I don't think it would be because the shape is so iconic. But the shape so has changed. You know, the tail lights used to start at your knees. It has now to it starts you, at your but waist. it hasn't. Uh, Right. person that goes in to see Will, he doesn't know yeah. what they want. Right, yeah. okay. Still yeah. Well, yeah. People like us will say, oh, we want six cylinders, we want the engine in the back, engine in the middle. A Porsche, Porsche engineer said to me once, most customers don't give a monkey where the engine is or what the engine's made out of. They just want a car that looks good and goes well. Yeah. And I suspect increasing there's a bit of a market for Porsches, new ones, where they get it because it looks good. I think, um, I think it is a big image thing, isn't it, as well? And yeah. the, You mentioned looks and, and the engine, but the, the handling as well is a real you know Porsches handle like a Porsche you know there's not there's not much that handles like them um, and you know if, if they do go all electric which hopefully as you say they won't because they're working on the fuels but if they if they do they could definitely retain a lot of it just through making sure it still drives and it's still weighted and balanced like a 911 and looks is obviously important too but there will obviously be a massive demand then for the you know when the, when the four cylinder Caymans and Boxers came out no one wanted them everyone wanted a 981 and it's because Nobody wants to drive a four-cylinder. Well, imagine when it goes electric. Nobody's going to do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, one's, no one's going to want it. And a big chunk of people will still buy them because most people buying brand new Porsches, probably half people buying brand new Porsches, probably didn't even know the engine was in the back until they got showed where to check their oil. You know, <laughs> it, 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 they're, they're buying them because they look great and they can drive them about and it's an image thing. They're not driving them because they really care about a 911. Of course, yeah. back in the 80s when that, Supersport was new, and there was no no worries about image having a bright red Supersport with a white body, was there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's a lovely car, that. It's uh, a lovely car. A, a testament to that is we've got the, the white GT3 RS, which is, I think, just here. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't got carbon ceramics, it's got steels on it, which everyone that's rung up in the car is like, oh, I really like it, but uh, it hasn't got carbon ceramics. And when I say, you know, well, we could, we could fit carbon ceramics to it for you, that would be 12 grand. And oh no no I don't want them that bad and pe people sort of think they want it because it's an image thing. And I say how are you going to use the car? No, oh, I live in London and I go up and down the A3 occasionally. <laughs> and it's like you don't need you don't need or want carbon ceramics. You know yeah, actually they're a bit of a risk, but people want the, the yellow calipers. And it, it's that's another example of people going I like it for the image, but they're not so they're never going to drive that car properly mm. until it's. I think that's the pitch for next week. Then it's offering powder coating of the calipers rather yeah. than the. Absolutely, yeah. You, we really <laughs> don't need to change. Next weekend. Well, that's the thing. If you if we just put some lizard performance carbon ceramics on it, people, well, it doesn't have the image of the of the port. You know, the yellow calipers. That's really what they want, rather than the yeah um, than the than the performance of the ceramics. Mm. Interesting um, insight, gents. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's worth saying. There's a, a selection of uh, Philip Raby's cars here. Feel free to go and have a, a chat with the guys today. Uh, any sort of advice, really. There's not a lot you guys don't know between between the two of you. So we're chuffed that you've come along and been part of the Driven Not Hidden community today. So thank Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. Thank um, you, guys. We'll be rocking up yours for a barbecue again soon. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope you invite us again. Phil and Will, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> thing is uh, Mr. Mickey Kazma around the corner. He was there. He now might not be.
We've lost him. No, he's gone, yeah. Okay. Somebody that missed the roll call earlier on because he was wandering around, but if you're not feeling well, if you feel a bit queasy, you've got a Wait. doctor in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Brody from Nottingham. Yeah. yeah. I've got a bit sleepy, actually. Post-meal. Okay. Post-meal. Is that what they all say in their one o'clock appointments or whatever, <laughs> down at the surgery? Yeah, what was it again? <laughs> if it goes wrong, where there's blame, there's a claim, though, eh? Yeah. We, yeah, so we were hoping to have a chat with Mickey, um, I might just pop around the corner and see if he's there because he's got that lovely um, carbon 912C. Not around? No, we've lost him. We've lost him. Yeah, is it, has anyone been on track today? Where's Geese? I'm James. Yeah, would you mind talking about it? I was only a passenger. Come on up. Dr. Alex is driven around it. Oh, oh there, there we go. go. Yes. Oh, come oh, on. Driven not hidden. Pick up that red one there, Alex. Oh, dear. Still feeling sleepy. <laughs> To warn you out. Amazing. You didn't tell James that before he got in the passenger seat, did you? Oh, I'm a bit sleepy today. No, James. I've had a passenger ban actually. I don't want anyone. I don't. I don't need the extra pressure. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All the way. Yeah. <laughs> Ballast. Oh, really? Ballast. Yeah. Balance of performance. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal to go on corners on two wheels, isn't we, it? Yeah. <laughs> this is was well, technically your second track outing because you did something a couple of weeks ago. That's right. I did Blyton. Yeah. Um, which was really good. That was. Uh, how long ago was that? About a month, two months ago. Yeah. Something like that. Brilliant day, dry conditions, small track, fairly fast in places. Like good for your memory then, easy to learn. Yeah. This is quite tricky. Well, this is it. So, I mean, like Goodwood, in the wet. Goodwood is, yeah, a, is well, a storied racetrack. You know, yeah. plenty of things have happened here yeah. over the years. I always find it so rewarding to take your car on something like that. And you kind of, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're a part of it. But as, a, as someone that's kind of finding their way into track days with their, their Porsche, Definitely. you know, how did you find it? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> it's a fairly steep learning curve, but actually there's no real idiots out there today, which is great. That always helps. Um, and yeah, it's just I think it's just like learning the lines of the track. And you can look at a map and practice on your PlayStation as much as you want, but actually nothing quite beats real track time. Is it is it a scary? Because we, we did, uh, a couple of us did a hill climb during the week. Uh, obviously, Paul and Deb come along. James Bullen was around earlier on who kind of organised it. And a couple of the guys there, I think Mark said as well, it was a nice kind of early foray into exploring, pushing on perhaps more than you would or should do on the road. Yeah, um, I mean, well, it's the only time legally you can really push your car and see what it's capable of doing. So I, I recently had some new pads put on this week. So there's a rapid... Um, bedding in process shall we say on the way down yesterday but it's it's night and day really I've used some EBC yellow stuff pads and they seem great at the moment and what what surprised you most about your car then so um, Alex drives a 996 C4S what have you learnt today or maybe at Blyton a couple of weeks ago that a track experience uh, hadn't shown you a uh, bit more confident going into corners at speed like holding its line through corners obviously it's a C4S so it's a bit meant to be a bit more grippy um, but yeah, that's it's basically just given me a bit of an idea what the car is capable of doing, and then maybe it, that translates to taking it back on the road within the rules and regulations of the highway yeah. code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it's just been great fun. I, for me, it's, uh, people keep asking me, "Are you going to keep doing track days and track days?" Maybe, but maybe not. I just quite like the mix of uh, events I've been to, and I think the way I see it is, you've got a car that's capable of going on track, so why not? Take it on track and see, see what you, what you, what, what positives you can take away from that. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, really enjoyable. They're, they're so capable. You know, we yeah. said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast with the Porsches, turn up, go around the track all day, and then drive home again. You know, touch wood most of the time. But like 
they are capable yeah. of doing it, you know. And, and like the pads, everything else is stock. The pads are the only thing that aren't stock on mine. I've been quite lazy in terms of major modifications, apart from cosmetic modifications. But the rest of it is as it came out of the factory. And that's, you know, testament to the, the Porsche engineers, you know, and what they've, what they've designed. And yeah. I'm really pleased I'm using it for what it was partly designed for, you know, getting it on track and, and just having a great time and with great people. Spot on, yeah, your, as are we, Alex. So, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's great to hear your account, particularly, yeah, from someone finding their way in. There might be a couple of other people in the audience thinking likewise, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely just dip your toe in the water, maybe find an event that's <clears throat> maybe Porsche only initially or yeah. run by like-minded individuals. Seems um, pretty relaxed. This uh, very much so. Yeah, yeah kind yeah, of nice yeah. number of people. Just yeah. ten people out on the track each time. Yeah, and uh, you know, credit to the marshals that they're running up really well. Alan, the main guy who gave us a debrief, he's a bit of a comedy genius. Actually, he's <laughs> working the room very well. But he was brilliant at explaining the flags and the rules and stuff, which to a newbie like me is is really important. Um, but yeah, touch wood. Uh, no disasters so far. Spot on, yeah. Well, we wish you an afternoon of safe driving. Thank you. And you thanks, can, thanks for joining us. You can now edit this with, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> thanks, Alex. You're, You're getting out this afternoon, sir. Thank you. The trouble is, uh, yeah, Alex is the doctor, so he's, uh, if he's out of action, we're all in trouble. Um, yeah, I think that's a about it I think yeah it's worth pointing out the guys from Heritage Park Centre go and have a chat with them over the other side uh, they've got lots and bits and pieces going on there the code 9 works 10 gets you up to 10% off your basket when shopping with them online um, the other thing that we just on a little admin side we're going to put up this week we need to work out exact the mechanisms of doing it but there are various uh, partnerships we have with different businesses across the community that are offering uh, discounts and, and everything else. So we want to basically put it on like a Google Doc and then the more people kind of get involved, we can add it up there. Not just for cars, actually. There's a few like lifestyle bits in there. So we'll communicate it probably on WhatsApp and maybe yeah. an email in the week. But um, yeah, just to help further your uh, yeah, your Porsche experience and lifestyle, hopefully it'll be of good use. I think that's I was, about it, really. Well, I, was just, I just had oh, a thought thanks. whilst we're all here together so we don't have to do it on the WhatsApp. Uh, James Good has bought a Graphite Blue 901.2 GTS, as many people know. Amazing. Great colour, short-lived colour, really cool colour. And uh, I'd like to do a straw poll on whether he should keep the wheels black, oh, whether he should refinish the wheels in silver, or whether he should get the wheels done in Graphite Blue, in body colour, hashtag, mm -hmm. body colour wheels. So let's have a show of hands first for keep them black. Two. Well, the, well, the, tasteless trouble, the tasteless three, view. What about silver? Oh, jeez. Anyone for body colour? I'll go body. Silver it is, James. There we go. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. It will be done. Act upon that. This, this podcast always ends up costing somebody something <laughs> somewhere. So, yeah. Thank you very much. Like, we really appreciate you taking 45 minutes out of your day to listen to us. Have a splendid afternoon and thanks for being part of our community. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by our very kind Driven Not Hidden Collective. If you would like to join the collective to get further access and rewards within the Nineworks community, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Nineworks. You can also support us by leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app.